Welcome everybody to a new episode of The Simple Christian. My name is Josue. And before I begin with the encouragement that I have for you guys, I want to just be able to say to everyone who's been giving me feedbacks and likes and shares, thank you, thank you, and thank you. I just been so motivated to do these episodes and just find a little hobby of mine where I'm able to express certain aspects of life and thoughts and well this has been this opportunity to do so and I just want to thank God for that and you guys for helping me when it came uh, when it comes to this process of doing them so today uh, we'll be reading from two passages so it'll be Psalms 19 and 1 Corinthians 2 and the topic would be more so an encouragement to share the gospel and now I've made an episode like this similar like early on when I first started these podcasts but I felt like I just wasn't able to really, I guess, dive in and kind of articulate myself because I just didn't feel as comfortable when I first started. I don't think anyone does. But anyways, to kind of give you a settings, I'm in my basement and the air down here is so dry. It's like, it's like probably eating like Johnson Johnson powder. It's, it's that bad. So forgive me for anything that I'm coughing or whatnot. So let's dive right in. Verse 1 of Psalms 19 says, The heaven declares the glory of God, and the sky proclaims the work of his hands. Day after day they pour out speech, night after night they communicate knowledge. There is no speech, there are no words, their voice is not heard, their message has gone out to all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. Now, I sometimes get asked if I believe that there are people who are atheists and so i would say well i don't believe there are atheists i believe that romans 1 says that there are those who suppress the knowledge and truth of god um and serve creation not uh the creator and and psalms 14 verse 1 says that um those who suppress god are like fools right if i'm not mistaken let me just kind of fact check myself it says here in psalms 14 verse 1 the fool says in his heart god does not exist they are corrupt they do vile deeds there is no one who does good. So let's kind of go back a little bit. It says that the fool says in his heart, God does not exist. They have corrupt hearts. But it also says that there is no one who does good. So let's kind of humble ourselves there, right? All of us kind of have our own uh, and selfish ambitions. And we're doing so many of these wild stuff. And we don't always put God in the center of a lot of this stuff. That's number one. So the reason why I quote Psalms 19 and Psalms 14 verse 1 is because when it comes to evangelism, guys, we don't have to have all the answers. I want to just make that like in bold. You don't have to have all the answers. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 2, it says that, And I, when I came to you, brothers, did not come proclaiming to you the testimony of God with lofty speech or wisdom. Paul continues in saying, For I decided to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. Amen. Now, is it good to have, you know, some wisdom of Scripture? Is it good to to know things that maybe people can relate to? Absolutely. Follows up and says, And I was with you in weakness and in fear and much trembling. And my speech and my message were not in, were not implausible words of wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power. It's important that we focus here where it says spirit and of power because verse 5 says so that your faith might not rest in the wisdom of men but in the power of God. There's a saying that says if you can be reasoned into Christianity, you can be reasoned out of Christianity. Why is that? Because we are resting in God's power and not resting on man's wisdom. And so man's wisdom 
or more so man's knowledge or his boastful, uh, boastfulness, we can change and some things can change and people can kind of, uh, I want to say, deceive us. And so we'll think that other information is probably true information. So we don't want to rest in men's wisdom, but in God's wisdom and say God is true because the scripture say he's true and his love and because Jesus said it's true. Not because Billy Bob here says that or because of this guy's, um, I don't know, whatever degree or whatnot says something contrary to that. And so when it came to evangelism, guys, I want to say, number one, you must know your scripture, right? Paul says here that, um, that for I decided to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. And so that doesn't mean that he just said, well, Jesus died and he crucified. It meant that he knew the context of why Jesus Christ came and why he had to be crucified. And so that's called, in one term, the gospel message. He knew Jesus Christ was prophesied and he had to come because we're sinners. And so we'll kind of chime on on that. If Jesus Christ came down here because we are sinners, it's because, number one, we couldn't save ourselves from our sin. He, the second person of the Trinity, descended to earth so he can save us. And then he was what? He felt sin. Not that he committed sin, but that he felt sin. The wrath of God was poured on him on the cross where he was crucified. And so we know this context and we go out into the world and we share that with people. And he says, in my speech and my message were not in plausible words. When you go out, is it a good thing to know theology? Yeah, it's a great thing. So you don't, you know, um, say a lot of heretical things. Is it a great thing to know apologetics? Yeah, those are, those are good things. Those are essential things. But are they so essential that if you don't have these credentials, you can't go out and preach the gospel? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You go outside, you share the gospel, you pass out a Bible track, you tell them the truth that Jesus does love them. But just because Jesus loves you doesn't mean that he wants you to stay in this stage of your life. It doesn't mean he wants you to not, like he doesn't want to save you from it. Absolutely. When I started evangelizing, I found myself in this in this church called Haven of Res Baptist Church. And I praise God for that opportunity to have grown so much being there. I became codependent on packs because we used to preach in with 5, 10, 15 people. And so I'd be scared to go out evangelize by myself. But when I did, you definitely feel the power of God with you when you're out there talking to people, understanding that people here need salvation by Jesus and Jesus alone. You do see the enemy at work. You do see cults out there preaching the not-so-gospel, that's a different gospel that Galatians talk about, that they come to you with a different Jesus, that is not a saving gospel, where you have to work, where you have to keep this, where you have to do this, you have to perform, you have to come to church at every single Sunday or every single Wednesday, you can't go to church on Sunday. These are all work-based righteousness, and many people are being deceived, and the Bible tells us that there is a lot of work that has to be done. And, our com and, and, and God commands us to go out there and share the gospel. Is it going to be easy? Absolutely not. It gets difficult. But I ask you a question. Where have, I mean, have you tried? Have you attempted? Or have you given up? Who was the last person you shared the gospel with? 
Have you ever preached the gospel to yourself? Have you spoken to your friends about the gospel? Have you spoken to your parents, your family, to your coworkers, your employee? I mean, I'm sure in these areas it can get a bit difficult because you, you definitely don't want to get hemmed up. But you also remember that these people are, they have souls. And you never know when a conversation will stir up and they have a question. So you always want to be prepared to give a reason for the hope that is in you. And so when these moments happen, you want the Lord to sanctify your heart. You ask the Lord, Lord, give me an answer. Lord, give me your word. I don't want to just stand on man and wisdom. I want to stand on the power of, of your spirit. I want to be able to lead them to you, to living water. And so you can, these things can be, I mean, there's people who do online, they, they do blogging. And I'll say this, because I'm not saying any of that is ineffective. I think a lot of that stuff is, can be used for the glory of God. But I'll say this, though. I believe that face-to-face -face confrontation conversations are the most effective way when it comes to sharing the gospel. When someone can see you, can look you square in the eye, and when you tell them that Jesus can save you from your sin, and you cannot save yourself, that demonstrates a different level of love of Christ that you cannot get from behind a screen from a text message, from a video that you see on YouTube. Again, I'm not saying any of that is ineffective or ineffective. I just believe that these approaches that you have, whether it's friends and these conversations, carry just that much more weight because they're listening to you. This is stuff that is not planned out. Learn the scriptures. Pray God he'll give you the boldness to go out and share the gospel. Do expect people to not be with you. People don't always come. I I probably had less than three people in my entire life when I started going out by myself to join me. You know, I don't judge them. You know, I tell them, hey, that's, you know, the Bible tells us to go out and share the gospel. So I say this to you guys in, in love and compassion and hope that I can be able to at least give you guys an encouragement that this is not a wit, this is not a lost loss situation sharing the gospel is a win-win situation and there's one thing in heaven you will not be able to do while you're here on earth and you cannot talk to non-believers while you're here on earth you can only talk to the believers while you're here on earth you can go out and share the good news you can go out there and lead people to green pastures you can go out there and lead people to the bread of life to the bread giver and so i ask you guys to respond to what the bible tells us to do and with that being said, guys, may the grace and peace of the Holy Spirit lead you guys in comfort and love and knowledge of truth. And with that, catch you guys until next episode.